Yo, what the fuck is up, peoples? So, today is May the 4th. And if you don't know shit, you know that's Star Wars Day. One of the Star Wars days. May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. You know, play on May the 4th be with you, but it's May the 4th. Anyways, um, let's talk a little bit about Star Wars. Uh, just in general, just, you know, give you a little quick, um, start of a little Star Wars episode, a little, a little, just, I don't know, just random subject. I got several things I kind of want to talk about. Um, I'm not going to finish this this morning, obviously I'm heading to work, you know, it's about 6.30 in the morning, heading out for the day and then I got to work today. I got a busy night and then I may wrap this up tonight. If not, I'll wrap it up tomorrow, but it's May the 4th, uh, 6.30, it's Tuesday, yeah, so Star Wars. Uh, I know the Bad Batch is coming soon to Disney. Uh, I know that's the next Star Wars ish thing that's coming out for anybody to feast on their get their Star Wars kicks on. And I don't know, Star Wars as a franchise, I don't know where they're going uh, movie wise. I would like to see them do more movies, but I mean, they got there's a lot of backstory they got to get to, and and I don't know how they're gonna do it because a lot of people are hung up on it. If it's a Star Wars movies, you want to see R two D two, C three P O, Chewie, Yoda, Vader, but I, there's so much other things going on in the Star Wars. Like, I would like to see Darth Maul brought back. And not that they can't bring him back or they won't, but I mean, I'd like to see, you know, his rise to power, you know, under uh, Darth Sidious. I'd like to see uh, Count Dooku's story, General Grievous' stories, you know, a little bit of the back. Maybe some of them intertwined a little bit. I'd like to see, yeah, I'd like to see some things like Kylo Ren's backstory. I'd even like to go see, you know, young a young Yoda. A young, young Yoda. I'd like to see if there's other uh, Yoda, like, uh, I know they said there's, there's a planet. They made that, or there's a, the race of the Yodas, or whatever race they are. Grogu uh, is a young... I, I like to see them, like, a planet of them. And see how they got to being where they are and how they got to be such adequate Jedi users. Maybe there's only so many of them. So, there's some. There's plenty of Star Wars stuff coming on Disney+, Plus, including the Bad Batch. Um, you got... The Mandalorian season three coming at some point. You've got you got uh oh I can't think of who else is dropping uh, Bubba Fett's or Jenga Fett's or whatever whoever Fett the book of Boba coming soon. You've got I, I think they do got uh. Star Wars stuff coming out. 
But not necessarily movie stuff. It's more of like miniseries stuff, which is okay. Uh, I don't mind it. But I really would like to see some movies centered around some of the backstories. Because there's a large gap in between, you know, some of the episodes in Star Wars. Like, they can go and do an episode six and a half or an episode three and a half. Like, there's two movies there that they could just do. Or actually would be... uh, Six and a half, and then um, would be yeah. Episode six and a half could probably be six point five one and six point five two. Like, there's a huge gap in between those. And there's actually a huge gap in between uh, episode three and a half and four. When, if you remember, at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith or whatever. Darth Vader barely barely got set up and then in um, Rogue One he barely uh, he was just in it for a second now Rogue One was kind of like three and a half but I mean they still there's a whole area in there like Vader is like dominating the, the universe for a cool minute if you remember Anakin when he got fried up, he was young, and then in the end of um, episode six, he's like an old man. So there is a there's at least a 20, 30 year gap, and so they could cover a lot of story in there. Uh, so I'd like to, I'd like to see some of that, like, and I'd like to see some of the other Darth Lords that are out there, um, Sith Lords, because there's a there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them, you know, and they don't, they only touch on, Darth Sidious is the main one. He's probably the most political of the one. The other ones actually use the force for different things, but he's probably the most smart one about it. So, uh, outside of that, Star Wars, let me think about, you know, I'd like to also see, you know, some of the Jedi, you know, some of the Jedi training, you know, they kind of skim over that. They kind of show a little bit of how to use the Force, but they don't really get into it. And they don't get into how everybody uses the Force differently. You know, there's, you know, and also, you know, the different color of the sabers and the representations. I mean, they can they can spend all day on that as well. Like, there's plenty of Jedi things going on. And they kind of... You know, and then there's also the great Jedis. Like, there's also the Jedis that, you know... That are not really Jedis, but they're, they can use the Force. So there's a whole... I mean, I'd like to see some of that brought into the movies. Maybe they don't do it in the movies right away. Maybe they... Maybe they, you know... Set it up on... Like how Marvel did set it up on the miniseries, and then okay, this is now gonna be set the table for a, a future movie, and you know, take it from there. So it is Star Wars Day, so I'm gonna say, just I'll just want to say, one of my more favorite characters is Darth Maul. Uh, they have 
to me, he's one of the most memorable characters in the, in all nine movies that they made. You know, just his look, his his badassness. I know, and then he got done in by two Jedi's. Like, you know, it took two to take him down. That to me, that was hard. That was hard. Uh, another one, General Grievous was good. I like the concept. I think they could. I think if he wasn't the graphics in the day when that when episode three came out, uh, the graphics. I know Disney and, and, or actually Lucas wanted them to look a certain way, but I think if you had him more mechanicalized, kind of like you know, like a, how the Transformers had their graphics, and then you put him, you know, with a little bit better of a robot voice, it maybe maybe he still has a tinge of human to him, like, you know, not, not necessarily it's just the vocals and the heart and the brain, but maybe, you know, or maybe, I don't know what, what parts of Grievous are actually still human. I think the eyes and the brain are. But that would be badass to see him done more like a Transformers character. Or like in that kind of like have him look like that. Instead of have him looking like a toy. A toy robot that they had. The toy robot army. You know. So. I'd like to see that a little bit better. Hold on one second. Yes, 8.30 works good. So anyways, I, I like to see... I like to see General Grievous. I know he's one of more my favorite. Count Dooku is cool. Uh, I don't mind Count Dooku at all. I kind of... Uh, he's got some dope-ass lines, but he gets done in by Anakin. And... Uh, you know, that was it served his whole purpose. But I'd like to see him done a little bit better as well uh, those are some of my more favorite characters on the light side of the force uh, Yoda is probably the primary one and now Yoda got done in by Grogu so Grogu I'd like to see Grogu pop up in the future movies and honestly I, I, if you actually paid attention Luke takes Grogu and that makes it seem at a point when Luke is about because Luke goes all the way past into so if something happens to Grogu because they don't say um, he's not in episode 7, 8 or 9 like he's completely left out of it so you makes you wonder where he's at because Luke when he goes to rescue him at the end of the Mandalorian season 2 or not rescue him but goes to pick him up he basically takes him but they don't say what happens to him because it's not in 7, 8, and 9 Grogu's not in 7, 8, or 9 and it, and it makes you seem like he like the last Jedi's are Rilo, Rilo Ken. Uh, I can't think of D 
Daisy Daisy's character at the top of my head. Um, and then also like Luke is they're like they're like the last of the Force, and really the Force is left down to um, Daisy's character. Why can't I think of the fucking name off the top of my head? Uh, but that, that literally they make it seem like there's only one Jedi left in the whole universe, and she's gonna bury the secrets back on Tatooine. So, you know, so what happened to Grogu? Uh, I like to find out myself. That those are some of the cool ones on the light side. The Wookies have been showing over and over. So let me wrap up the little Star Wars bit here because I got I had a call come in, had to take it. So yeah, so some of the the light characters in there, you know, I'd like to find out what happens with Grogu. Um, Luke and Leia's story has been done, done and done. I've uh, seen enough of the Wookies. Like I said, I'd like to see like a race of Yodas, or I don't even know if that's their their actual race, but you know what I'm talking about. And I'd like to see, you know, some other some other stuff as well I wouldn't mind seeing um, some of the other characters get a little bit propped up you know as well like there's a bunch I would like to see more into Jabba's gang I know the Huts. they said there's the Huts are gang I'd like to see them have their own series or own movie in general like how they control and how they're the gang mob that's that is differentiated from the imperials and also the rebels like i'd like to see how the the feds fit into all of that you know and with all the characters that they come across bounty hunters and whatnot you know i'd like to see the games that they play on both sides like they could be interesting as well so with that said, may the fourth be with you. I'm going to pick up. We're going to talk. I'm going to get my second shot here in a couple days. Uh, Thursday to be exact. And then I'm going to get. Uh, we're going to talk talk Apple AirTags. And also a little bit of the Handmaid's Tales. Handmaid's Tales. So I think episode four comes out of the Handmaid today. And uh, it should be interesting. To, to say the least the, the show is interesting in general but let we'll we'll get i'll get all of that a little bit later today so hang tight y'all i'll be right back yo 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 i'm back so today is still made the fourth but now it's like 4 50 almost five o'clock at night well it's not even nine it's five o'clock in the afternoon uh and i'm back i'm off work Fresh off of work, I'm sweating and shit. Oh, what a day, what a day. Kind of hot, but I got a lot done today, work-wise. And um, so there's that. So let's talk. Let's, let's do a little discussion about these Apple tags that just that they just released. And I kind of wanted to talk about because it kind of... I kind of feel like, okay, this could be a thing. You see, now, I had this... I don't know if I just briefly even mentioned... Uh, Lojack um, Lojack If people don't know I mean I don't know Who doesn't know What Lojack is Lojack is a GPS 
anti-theft. It's not even anti-theft because the shit goes missing, but they, they're a uh, theft recovery service. So if your shit gets stolen, they GPS it in. They're in sync with the police. And they go and recover your, your stolen asset. Which, it all makes a lot of sense if you, especially if you have, like me, you, or if you work, if you're a company, let's say you're a company, right? And you own a fleet of delivery vehicles that deliver, you deliver uh, furniture. Your furniture delivery store. And you've got 15 vehicles to deliver all throughout wherever you're located. Or you maybe even, maybe you're a small front, you have six, four trucks, whatever. At any given moment, them shits can just fucking grow legs and disappear on you. And if you're a company like me, you just can't have that happening. You just can't. So, I actually had been looking around at the GPS tracking devices outside of LoJack. Because I called LoJack several years ago. And I'm sure the rates have gone up. But what it was, was $800 per vehicle. If I'm not mistaken, six no, six hundred dollars per vehicle, eight hundred dollars per pieces of equipment, like tractors, um, could be forklifts, things of the nature. And that is, you get they come out, they install the low jack, they hook you up, they sync you up, you you pay for it all, and they, you get the peace of mind that you could just call them up, three years after the fact, four years, maybe never. And say, hey, my shit is stolen. Where is it? I'd like to get it back. And they would say, okay, we're on it. We see it's located at da 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 area. We'll contact the police. da 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 You go, they get it, they recover it, and it's up to you to go pick it up. Or, and then obviously you can file a claim at that point um, with the police in case they stole multiple items from you. And things that aren't GPS, like, oh, yeah, they stole this and that and the other thing. Like, okay, like, so you could do that. You could press charges. But where, to me, where the downfall of having the low jack is is this. First of all, upfront expense is crazy high. Right? Second of all, it's not guaranteed lifetime. Because... Well, I think they. I think it's good for like five years, and then you have to re up it. So it's not like eight hundred dollars, and it's a lifetime thing. It's not like you get thirty years on the fucking thing. Not that you would keep a vehicle thirty years, but I mean, whatever. But I think you do have to pay the eight hundred bucks again for another, like every five years, which isn't a lot. If you say you get sixteen hundred dollars, but you get. 10 years worth of low jack coverage that breaks down to about like 125 bucks a year okay but up front it's hell of expensive so it's a deterrent for the poor guy trying to come up like you know any poor guy so if you ran a a small uh, delivery outfit and you're like two trucks and you're trying to hustle and the last thing you want to do is drop a fucking a G and I think 800 is like the low end because they can do the full monitoring like when it starts you know and they can alert you even before it's stolen or not before it's stolen but alert you as it's stolen like they monitor they, they, that's what they that's what LoJack does 
So they tell you where the truck goes, like, and then you don't, you don't personally, that's another downfall, downside of it. You don't personally get to see that I'm aware of. You don't get to see, like, you can't, I don't think, maybe Lojack has it now, but before it wasn't the case where, okay, well, I can monitor my, my equipment as well. Like I have it on an app or whatever software so I can see where shit's at. I think they did that. Now, flash forward to now, I was looking at all these GPS tracking things and they're, they look really big. They re- looked really clunky. Some of them are hardwired, which I was trying to find a good hardwired one. So you never have to fuck with the battery. And I'm almost positive Lojack uh, comes battery operated. I don't know if it's hardwired. I'm not 100% certain of that. Don't get me wrong. But these online ones, these Amazon ones, are like 70 bucks. You know, you download the app, you get the tracker, you install it, and then you like set it and you forget it, kind of. And while you more or less would not be using it. See, this is the other thing. Why would you pay $800 upfront for a tracking device if three or four years from now you're going to sell the piece of equipment you know or like I do construction so stuff breaks down all the time and pieces are always but it's not like I get a vehicle and I know for sure it's going to last me 10 years it's not always the case so like I said I have been looking at these online trackers and while some of them are good the hardwired ones were where it was at and I was but they didn't have any very many good hardwired ones I don't know why the hardwired ones are so finicky about um, maybe that's because they know they gotta be close to the battery and not hidden and like tucked away in a little cut okay uh, then you had to download an app Available, uh, most of them are available on both Apple and Android. And then you could monitor some shit. But it was about, you're looking at like a hundred bucks a pop. Enter Apple AirTags. Now, not that I had heard about it before, but I know what the tile are. The tiles, you see them, there's a a brand called Tile, and they actually do help you find your keys. Help you locate this and that. But they're the same thing as what I was talking about. These GPS tracking things. They're little square things. Um, They kind of... How do I want to say this? They kind of... The tile... I don't know how expensive they are. But I think they're kind of... They kind of suck. They weren't that good. So, you know... It's they kind of they just suck. It's whatever's, you know. So enter Apple's AirTag, and I was like, okay, so they're coming out with this thing now, and I've been watching it the last couple of days, like seeing the reviews on it, and seeing how it works. My only downside to this is if my shit gets stolen and it gets they take it and they park it in like an empty field I don't know if it's gonna work 
But I think I can. It could show me more or less the route it took, and so I could be able to to get a good idea of where it's at. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna hide the Apple AirTags myself, so I'm gonna know where they're at at all times. I'm nobody gonna find them. I'm gonna meticulously hide those motherfuckers. Now the batteries last on them. I don't know what kind of batteries they they take, but I think they're the ones you get at like Walmart. Those those little flat ones that you would put in like a um, like in a watch, like at an old school watch. You take the battery out and put it in that. And those watches too last like a year or two. You know, on one battery. So I don't mind the battery aspect of it personally because. The prices for these Apple AirTags are phenomenally priced. Twenty-nine bucks for one, ninety-nine dollars for four. And seeing as I'm already built into the Apple program, I got a watch, I got my phone, I got Apple TV. You know, I got all this shit. I got a, I got an Apple iPad. They don't really use, but. I guess I could I guess if I had I guess It's kind of weird But I guess I should start using it more often Which I'm not against It's just It's a I'm as is I'm already The watch kind of took over The phone per se If you know what I mean Like uh, My I'm using my Apple watch More than I am my phone nowadays I just use my phone now for Cruising Twitter Instagram in the evening and play my games and then I, I during the day I'm not on it much because I do all my voice to text and uh, my phone calls on my wrist now like it took over that aspect of it the only thing I'm really doing is getting directions in the morning and that's actually helping my battery out because I would be killing my battery all the time and now I'm, that's not the case my watch be lasting me all day you know all day like right now my watch I've had it on my wrist since 6 in the morning it's still got 46% and that's with sending a bunch of text messages and all of that nature so but that's again off track I have an iPad I have an Apple iPhone I have the watch getting these Apple AirTags makes a lot of sense because a lot of people have Apple. And so I think if something does get stolen. And they do happen to go park it. Somewhere hidden in like a field or somewhere. At least I believe that. I'll have more or less of an idea where it's at. And then once I'm close to said item. They have the... If, okay, I'm going to eventually upgrade my phone. Not this year, but probably next. To where you have the precision finding. So it'll take you directly within like... Three feet of the fucking thing. The little air tag. And if I can get within three feet of the air tag, I can see my... My commercial vehicles, my dump trucks, my, my tractors. I should be able to see them. If, if, and I, if I can get within 100 feet. You know what I mean? So if I can get within 100 feet of it and I can start pinging the motherfucker, I should be able to locate it. And I should be able to, at that time, call the cops and be like, hey, that's my vehicle. 
th- those are my machines. Look at the VIN numbers. Look at the fucking this and that or the other thing. You know. That's mine. I want it back. They broke into my shit over here. And I want it back. So the air tags and, the, and it just... I just see it, 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 the prices was what really sold me because I wasn't I wasn't gonna do it if they were like a hundred bucks a pop. But I could use I have two dump trucks, two commercial vehicles. I have four tractors, four machines. I have two personal vehicles, so right there is eight. I could use two two bags, and at two hundred bucks. You scan them on your iPhone and have that peace of mind all fucking day. I've got two trailers. I've got my mother's. I might get 12. My mother's vehicle in case it's ever stolen. You know. And it's just the peace of mind. Like, it's just what it is. Just a little peace of mind that I could have. Knowing that at any given time I could log into my find my iPhone, which the feature is good. If you ever find if you ever lose your iPhone, you can like log into it somewhere, and it'll send a ping if it's got batteries, or it'll tell you this last known location. Because if somebody steals your shit, you steals your iPhone, and the phone dies and they have it in their pocket, well, eventually they're going to turn it back on. They're going to charge it and turn it back on to try to get into it, try to sell it, try to do this, that, or the other thing. At which point, if you're looking for it, you'll find it. So the iPhone will be on. And that's the good thing about Apple is they're so... They're building their... They... they Apple has built their... Their brand to be like... Your AirPods sync up with your, your phone and, you know, your watch and everything helps one another you know and if you find it and the iCloud really helps in the find my iPhone and some of these features that they got is just so good that it's just hard to to fuck with and this is another this is another little wrinkle that they made and this actually because of how how it's priced these Apple AirTags it's genius and I'll tell you why why I think this is one of the most genius moves Low key, it went way under the radar. No, ain't nobody talking about these Apple AirTags. But I think going forward over the next five years, ten years, this shit is gonna be crazy because it's gonna erase. I think Apple AirTags might erase every single GPS tracking device on the market, including LoJack, including Tile, including, I mean, every, everyone. And they already have the network built in because I think it works off of the Bluetooth. So if you're in, as long as you're in range of a little bit of close to an iPhone, it goes off. It sends a ping privately, and you and you do all that. It's brilliant because you can tuck it in your luggage, you can tuck it to your keys. Fuck it, you can tuck it onto your child. Assuming you go to like a Disneyland or. Uh, water park or you know there's the, the the usage of it is insane like I said I'm gonna use it for my vehicles you could there's other purposes of it you know you got um, some valuables that you don't want missing you know like 
folder or something and you want to make sure that nobody touches it and moves it, boom, there, you know. You want to know, okay, I've got this box full of old vinyl records or something in a storage, right? Or something. You put that in there. It stays fresh for a year, the battery, maybe even two years. But then you can go back and ping it when you're ready to, oh, I need that exact box. Boom, you ping it, it comes up, you're done, done. Change the battery out, whatever you're going to do. The applications are endless for this fucking thing. You know, delivering, make sure things are delivered correctly. I could see businesses using it, put an Apple AirTag on it and making sure that the fucking package gets to where it goes. Once it gets to where it goes, you take the tag with you and bring it back. You know? It's, I think it's... It'll be... I think people will be using the AirTags for that. Like, I, I think... You could probably send an AirTag or two to... Wherever. And say, okay, ship my package with this so I know exactly where you're at. You know what I mean? You send, you send it and I think... The tracking, the tracking aspect of it, it is, is incredible. Um, and it's just how I think, I think you know, before they, you know, just to, just to track anything. And I think this is, this is also going to be used on, for, for like I said, Amazon, making sure that their shit's on track. And I think Amazon, if they were smart will team up with Apple and be like, okay, well, we're going to allow you to track your packages, track your deliveries a little bit more inclusive to yourself. Like, okay. Um, so that, that, that tracking capabilities is amazing. And, and I'm, for one, I'm going to get at least two, two packs. I'm going to at least get eight of them. And, and I think it's so far under the radar that nobody's really talking about it. But I, I'm like, you know what? I just for the fact that it's so cheap and I can have full control over like my items monitoring them and it's not like I want to monitor people I'm not going to put it on like my girlfriend's car I mean I guess you could but but I think there's I think if you have an iPhone and your partner has an iPhone and you try to sneak one in your car it'll tell you there's an Apple AirTag near you and it'll stop so they, they already thought of that. So you can't really do that. Now, I guess you could do it with some random ass people. Like, but I, I mean, I guess if they have an iPhone, it defeats the purpose. And that's the whole thing. If you have an iPhone, then you don't, you don't got to worry. Uh, but the tracking cap- capabilities are crazy. And, you know, more power to Apple, man. I'm like excited for it. I want to get on them. I'm going to get a check here tomorrow the next day and i'm going to i'm gonna get on at least two two packs and then you can you can customize them now i think people will eventually attach them to their makeup their purses so you don't lose a purse you don't lose keys they go on the the key aspect as well if you have a lot of keys and you don't want to lose your keys or you have uh, one of those little wallets that goes in and out of your pocket and you you know you're always losing it or, or your luggage at the airport that that's a big motherfucker as well the the ability to relocate your luggage is a and especially as the traveling is going to come back online post pandemic 
I just see, I just see it as a win-win. And the fact that the batteries last more than a year, I mean, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. And for the price, four for ninety-nine bucks, you sync them up. I'm assuming just like your part, your AirPods, and your Apple Watch, and that. And I mean, all fucking day, man, all day. So that's about enough. I want to talk about the Apple AirTags. I'll let you know once I get them and how and how they work as it goes. Not that I want to wish myself ill, but once I get them and I'm I'm kind of curious to see how it would work if somebody actually did steal my shit. Um, because I, while I do like Ring, and I was thinking about getting Ring for my personal business work workspace, my storage yard that I have. The ring doesn't stop the motherfuckers from stealing it. That's fair. I, I do so much stuff now because shit has been stolen from me before. Uh, I've had like forty thousand dollars worth of equipment just up and disappear when I. And um, maybe even fifty thousand. I haven't put it. In. I don't. I don't choose not to think about it because it was a, so fucking a nightmare that is like almost never recovered from personally but ever since then it taught me a very valuable lesson I was like I thought nobody would steal my shit I thought I was gonna look out until I could get security or some bullshit there but all of that is predicated on the fact that you could catch these people in time to stop it and even if you have you know, if you own a liquor store, right? You don't live at the liquor store. You probably live... I don't know. 15, 20 minutes away. 30 minutes away. Whatever, whatever the case. If you have restaurants, same, same deal. You can't actually stop the fucking people from breaking into your shit. Stealing all the liquor. Going into the registers. And they're doing it at rapid rate. There's no actual... There's no stopping that. Even if you have security... So, for liquor store purposes, you can empty the registers, you can lock up behind metal bars and make it exceedingly difficult to get robbed. And like I said, even though it's exceedingly difficult, exceedingly difficult, it only takes one wise-ass co-worker, ex-employee to just run up in there and fucking jack you all your shit, too. So, that can go... That can go right on. So, I would... You know, if I was a liquor store, I wouldn't accept no cash. Cards only, motherfucker. Apple Pay. I'll, I'll take the the dumb right out of you. There's no cash up in this motherfucker. I don't accept cash. You know, and then lock up all the liquor. But getting getting back to it, if you have a way, for myself, I have vehicles, I have equipment that it takes. A little bit of effort to get going, I guess. If if you're a thief or you have to load it up, right? They had to first. They had to break into my spot, so they had to break in. That's a 10, 20 minute ordeal. Then I disable all my shit. I take out some fuses. I I disconnect certain wires and stuff that I know where to do I know where to put it back 
So you can't just go there and start my shit. It's not like you're going to cut the locks off of my gate. Roll the gate open. Or push the gate over. Whatever the case. Waltz into my shop. Bust the window. Or fuck up the, the, the keyhole. And then fuck up the ignition. And then start it and go. You're sad. Any thief would be sadly mistaken because they're never going to get it to start I take, I've taken out fuses I've taken out you know certain things so when you turn the key nothing happens not unless certain fuses and not unless certain wires are connected back and I'm even actually trying to take it a step further uh, there's other things I can do that I've been eyeballing here and there that I'm like okay so if I do this, this also it won't also won't start or won't go. But even that is so once they get in there, they do all that and they figure that out that it's not gonna start. So they're gonna lose 20, 30 minutes right there. That may be the deterrent. That may be the final deterrent. Like, okay, well we're gonna get the fuck out of here before. But that's not that's not the deterrent. If it's in like one o'clock in the morning and these motherfuckers are like, oh, I'm gonna go get a truck. To tow this motherfucker out, I understand. You're already you're already facing fucking shit. You know. You're already facing some bullshit. You might as well go full throttle. You might as well. You know, fucking go all out. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna get caught up and go do five, six, seven years of jail, you, you might as well get your money's worth. You might as well just go balls out, get a truck over there, get a tow truck, get forklift or this, that, or the other thing and try to get whatever it is they're after in my shop. Like I said, they're, um, at my shop, they're after tractors. They're after the trucks. My tools is not really important because I ha- while I do have tools, I mean, they're tools that are very specific to what I use and, I, and they're I, I, for the most part, don't keep new tools on hand. Yeah, my Ryobis are new. My jackhammer is new. But my shovels, my hand tools, my brooms, my this, that, and the other thing, that's not really worth it for them to steal. So I don't have to worry about individual tools being mis- being stolen. What they're after is my large bobcat tractors, my excavator, my dump trucks. And... I'm okay if they're going to spend an hour or two trying to pull that shit out. They can spend the hour or two pulling that shit out. But what I want is, okay, that they spent that time. I've got the Apple AirTags hidden in it. How far are they going to get before I wake up at 6 in the morning, get to my shop at 6.30, realize it's gone, log into my Find My iPhone, see where the fuck it's at. I stop what I'm doing. Call the police, say my shit is being stolen, and I know exactly where it's at because I've got find it on my iPhone. I know exactly where it's at. I don't know who I got to call. You know, to report that, but I want my shit back now. I'm on my way to said place to go confront said people that hey, they you got my shit, want it back, or we're calling the, the cops are coming. Just don't move. Don't take my shit anywhere. If it's at a gas station, it's on the road. I'm going to just fucking follow it. 
uh, what is it going to cost me to lose a day of work? You know, 500 bucks, 600 bucks, zero dollars? Fuck it, fuck it. My equipment's not there. I've already lost the days of work. So I might as well go and get that shit back. So that's where I think this Apple AirTag comes in fucking... It's amazing. If I can get close to it, maybe they got it in the shop. If I come close to it, uh, you know, and then I can just call the police like, hey, that is my vehicle. I'll bring the fucking information over. You know, they can hide the license plates. They can hide this or that or the other thing, but they can't hide the VIN numbers. They can't hide all of that nonsense. You know, they can't hide all of it. They can't, they're not going to, the whole thing is they're not going to do it in enough time for me to, the only, the only way would be to remove the Apple AirTag if they knew where it was at, but I'm, I'm not telling to tell nobody where it's at, so that's that. And I think it's going to give me a little peace of mind. I'm going to, I'm going to at least try it out. See the next time somebody stole me, if I can recover it as, as easily as you know, as I think it is, call up cops. Hey, my Apple iTech says my vehicle's over there. I, if, I don't see the license plate on it. Maybe they took it off, but that's my vehicle. I, I got the VIN number or the titles on hand. I'll go get it at my house or whatever. You know, don't, don't let them move it. So, that's that. Now... Moving on to Handsmaid's Tales. I'm going to talk about this real quick, you know, for a few minutes. I know the season just started, and I think it's episode two. June. June Osborne. Or Offred. No, Offred. June Offred. Where do I start with this season four? Season four... I I do like the show. I like to show how crazy the scenario is. Because I I see the scenario like if you let and I've talked about this before, if you let the conservative Americans have their way, this would be how we would be living. Thank God there's Democrats and thank God that our constitution because America if American and Christian America really want us to be living like fucking the Middle East, there's literally no difference between what conservative American wants and Middle Eastern values. Women need to cover up. They should only be held to one husband and her only chore is to have kids and not hold any public office. Fucking not drive. And that's really what conservative America deep down inside they want they want God-fearing people that go to church and the women don't have no place in any sort of a fucking public forum but the handmaid I mean it's it I mean they take it even a step further but it's so it's a dystopian idea that's like hard to get convince your head around that it could happen but it could happen and You know, season four to me has started off slow. Uh, The big items were Serena is pregnant and also June and the handmaids were 
June wouldn't give up the handmaids that that left, but then she ended up giving them up, and then they re-escape. But I totally think, and I mentioned this to uh, my girl at the t- at the other day. June is gonna die. That I think that's a that's already. It's already pretty much well established in my eyes that June is going to die. Uh, the foreshadowing in the very first episode of her laying in bed, pretty much done, and the young girl coming and holding her, and her being proud of her for carrying on the fight. That pretty much says that June is going to be down, and that people were gonna come up in her place so I mean it's pretty obvious that she's gonna die and they've been talking about her legacy and this and that and the other thing and she and she for whatever reason will not leave Gilead because her other daughter is in there Hannah and so her her demise is coming now how many other people will she take with her is a, is a story that is gonna have to come I think Nick is a real bastard as well and also and Nick's gonna I think Nick's gonna die too low key because the commander Fred cannot have children so that means Nick was banging Serena I believe and got her pregnant as well now that information has not filtered to June and it has not filtered to the commander yet but I don't know who else could have been banging Serena and getting her pregnant other than maybe Nick. Maybe it's another character, but I think Nick is ultimately because he's gonna I think he's gonna rise through the ranks and his connection with June is a liability and I think they're gonna snitch on him at some point. And his death is his death is coming. So is the other commander that well actually I don't think so, because they actually hinted at he hinted at himself. He's going to end up staying. He's politicking his way up the ladder. The commander that helped him set up Mayday. And basically, yeah, I think this is all leading to June's death. Late in the season. Now, can the show survive post-June? Yes. Because they built up some of these other characters that are truly vile. As commander Fred is truly vile. Serena is not on the chopping block yet. But I think she will be because if she has, if she bears child and they find out that she can bear child, I mean, what's left for her to become a handmaid? You know, her world could get, can go from, she was going to be married to the top, one of the top commanders, possibly who's going to lead this bitch to all the way that she's going to be a handmaid locked in there with June. And I think. Also, she's going to... I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to end up sending her back to be a handmaid. And Commander Fred will ultimately meet his demise as well. And I think they're all headed for a conversation. Nick, June, Fred, Serena, and four or five other small characters, Aunt Lydia. Into the, the fuckery that they have invo- revolved around. And I think I think Lydia might die as well. There, there, there should be a lot of deaths this season. If there's not a lot of deaths, if they continue to keep the story going 
edging you just enough to keep you. I mean, but it, it, there's only so much edging that they can do before somebody has to die. And I think it's a foregone cl- conclusion that June is going to die. And I think Fred is going to get kicked the bucket as well. With that lady, and I think Nick will too. So all those people might die. Now, as for who survives the story at Hulu's Not Dumb, they're going to be a fifth season of this shit. Uh, it's like their number one show. So they're going to keep making it. Now, like I said, they're probably going to have to retool some of the main characters. But that's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that, you know, basically what you got is Gilead is they've been talking about they're probably going to go to war with Canada they're already at war in Chicago with I'm assuming what's left of the United States and to me it wouldn't be surprising if another country steps in and tries to fucking obliterate Gilead you know in its promised territory so I think a war in season 5 is coming and that'll be interesting to see because I don't think June will be be alive at that point. But I think Fred may or may not be. Nick may or may not be. And some of these other key players may or may not be. And they might have to fight Gilead for to liberate, you know, the people. So that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, I think I think June's gone. I think June's gone. So like I said, I'm gonna end this episode here. But I think. June is dead. I think that is a 100%. I almost would put money on it. That she's going to die like the very last thing at the end of the season. So don't take my word for it. But that's what I'm thinking. And you know what? That's what it is. So I'll catch you guys next week uh, on the next episode. We'll see what we're talking about. I know the Bad Batch just dropped. Uh, I'm watching My Hero Season 5. But that's going to take a while to finish. Uh, I'm also watching Food Wars and One Piece, so, but some of those things are wild finish. I'm all oh, I'm also planning a trip to Cancun. So uh, as soon as that's in the works, and that's you know that's coming in November. So as soon as I get some details of that, I you know I'd like to share that as well. So stay tuned till next week till I come up with some other ideas of what what I'm going to talk about and what and what's shaking. All right, y'all. I'm out. Later's.